How are we doing, everybody? So finally, trade deadline is getting going. Um, we got Josh Hader traded to the Padres. Huge deal. I mean, he's definitely struggled a lot this year, so we're going to go over this trade. Um, we were planning on going live in like an hour and a half, so this trade just popped up. Um, let me take a look at the full compensation. I literally just am, am, am hopping up on it right now. So full trade. Brewers are receiving... Rogers, Lamette, and Gasser, and Estre Ruiz from the Padres for Josh Hader. So they're giving up a significant amount of capital. Um, I'm a little bit surprised that it's all of those guys, but it makes sense. I mean, the only thing that I could kind of say where it's, it makes me a little wary is that Josh Hader has not been good this season. Um, he's been getting hit really hard, uh, or not really hit really hard, but he's been getting barreled a lot. He's in one percentile in, in barrel rate. But I mean, over the course of Josh Hader's career, he has been amazing. So this is definitely a guy that the Potters are bringing in bringing in too close for them um this is massive though i mean this is the first move this is a huge move so let's see rogers let me put in the chat so we got rogers gasser lamette so lamette brings out some salary um and ruiz I, i'm a little i didn't see ruiz the first time i was looking at that but dang this is massive how, how are you guys feeling about this move i mean this is a big one we know that that preller has been linked to to josh Hader for quite some time um, that was actually, I think, one of our either our first or our second video we ever had. Yep, exactly, Arthur. That's a, that's just what I was gonna say. Um, our original hater to the Padres video with Ryan was the first video I saw. It was like our our first or second video ever. So I think it's funny that it, he ends up going there. Um, it'll be funny because I bet you'll, we'll see some people click on that video today just because it'll it'll circulate on YouTube. Um, but that was like one of our first videos ever on YouTube. So pretty funny that it did work out. Um, yeah. So looking at, I mean, this is a big deal. This is we're talking about shoring up the bullpen. Getting a guy like Josh Hader is the correct move. Right now, though, he has a 4-2-4 ERA. Um, he's got roughed up a little bit. I want to see his like his stats like split-wise. Um, but before this season, he had never had an ERA over four. I mean, a lot of times when we critique A.J. Preller, it's a lot of, hey, he, he's not buying low on guys. Well, guess what? You're buying low on Josh Hader right now. We've seen how elite of a player he is. Um, also, when you look at like the swap Rodgers and Hader, Hader – currently i mean he has a control over next season too where rogers is going to be a free agent after this year so they this is going to be the padres closer for the rest of the season and the season after um he's definitely been struggling uh, quite a bit lately um but i i, I think it's, you're giving up a lot that's the one thing i mean and i'll yeah, let me send in the chat rogers ah rogers lamette ruiz and gasser gasser Hater. that's that's the trade right there so that's a big time trade i mean i think that maybe it's a little rich but also it's it makes a lot of sense it, he's a clear upgrade over rogers in my opinion um i think every padre fan right now has been a little bit uh, skeptical of of rocking with rogers um so this is also a, a guy that you know you're kind of selling high on estuary ruiz who has had a breakout season um i like the idea of having him kind of compete with grisham at center field but that doesn't seem like that's going to be the case uh, Robert Gasser has been really good. He started out this year, struggled a little bit, um, but he's been he's been really good. So I definitely think, uh, yeah, hey, uh, DVD asks, Hater's been bad. No, yeah, Hater has been bad. Um, so that's the concern. But it also, like, I have faith in Hater to, to work it out. I mean, how old is he right now? 28? He's probably going to be a, a solid player in the league for quite quite some time. He's still here. I'll, I'll pop up his baseball savant page right here. Um, 
Hater has seen his best year. Parties got ripped off. I mean, I hope not. I, I I do think there is some reason to be concerned, and I do think that they gave up quite a bit. But so let's look at let's look at Hater's savant page right here. So this is the big thing: barrel one percentile, not much fastball spin at all, um, and he throws his fastball sixty six percent of the time. He's still really high in whiff rate at ninety eight percent, chase rate, fastball velo, but his fastball is just not spun well this year, and. That's a little that's a little sus because you look at like, you know, the the league changed a lot for pitchers trying to get a lot of spin on their pitches. So I think that his fastball spin going down is a little bit concerning. Um, but if this is something that Ruben Niebla feels that he can work with and he can adjust to, to improve back to let's go to 2021. Um, so see, his fastball spin rate wasn't that much, but the barrel percentage was completely different. Um, 2020. So his fastball spin rate, I mean, look, even 2020 barrel percent rate, 1%. What did he finish that year? 379. So not his best year, but. He wasn't terrible. Um, let's keep looking. I mean, he had he has one percent barrel right here, and that year he had a two six two ERA. So like, he's kind of been the same pitcher. I mean, if we're looking at past seasons, like we see a lot of this. So doesn't have a, I mean, pretty straight fastball, but he's he's been pretty good. So um, I I do like the idea of, of bringing him in to shore up the bullpen. I mean, when we're talking about needs for this team, the things that I've brought up are center field, first base, bullpen. Um, now, we haven't talked much about adding a lefty in the bullpen just because you do have a lot of lefties there. But in this case, you are giving up Rodgers and you're basically swapping the two. Um, the Brewers are getting significant capital uh, to lose Hayter. But another thing about this, another aspect of this trade is the Brewers are trading Hayter away. The Padres are in a race with the Brewers. I know technically we look at the standings right now and we see Cardinals and Phillies are creeping up behind us. But the Padres and the Brewers are neck and neck. And the Cardinals could easily pass up the Brewers in that spot. And then the Padres would be competing with the Brewers for a wild card spot. So the three teams, when I'm looking at like, who are the Padres competing with to win a wild card spot, the Brewers are absolutely one of those teams. So I, I do think that this makes a lot of sense. I do think it's a little bit rich from the, like your prospect capital. Yeah. Kyle say doesn't like giving up gasser. I think, I think from the perspective, I think they feel like they nailed the draft in terms of starting pitching um, and they have a lot of guys coming up. Maybe this means that Gore's not going to get traded. I, I don't know if I would necessarily say that. Um, when we're talking about Juan Soto deals, this doesn't really change much there. Um, I like Gasser a lot, though. So it, it is a it is a significant loss. Estre Ruiz, I mean, we've talked about how great he's been this year. So another significant uh, loss there. Um, but Josh Hader, I mean, he's been a, he's been a sweet player for for quite some time in the MLB. Uh, yeah, he's only 28. I mean, and you have control for the next two years. I want to see what his contract looks like because I wonder if they just if they swapped it. I haven't really seen his contract in a while. This is funny, though, because this is a guy that's definitely been on Preller's radar for a while. But in terms of this deadline, not really talked about at all. I mean, I don't I don't think of one Padres like beat reporter or anything that's brought up. Oh, the Padres might go and trade for Josh Hader. Um, yeah, so he makes $11 million right now. Uh, I think that it probably isn't going to change that much. Um. I'm hearing, uh, let's see, you think, honestly, do you think they should have traded Ruiz? I mean, I don't think it's that bad of an idea to move Ruiz, but I just think that you're moving Ruiz and Gasser in this deal. And you have to give more than just Rodgers and Lamette, because I don't really think Lamette's a game for the Brewers. Like, he looked good last inning, but he's looked pretty rough since 2019. Um, and that's because he's he's a significantly different pitcher after the injury. So, um Oh, here we go. Here's a good one. Um, I feel like they should have played Ruiz more. I, I think they should have played played him a little bit more. So Arthur also asked. Um, so we're not doing closer by committee anymore. Um, wow, what one day if Luis Garcia can do? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, closer committee. That's I highly doubt that's going to be the case. Um, 
but it's their closer is clearly going to be Josh Hader. I, I would be shocked if it's not him. Um, sad to see the Padres lose Lamet. Yeah, it definitely is sad to see the Padres lose Lamet just because, I mean, he was so sweet and he was a guy that we had talked about a lot of like coming through the Padres system as a starter and, and really looked dominant, uh, or sorry, not in 2019, but dominant in 2020 um, before the injuries started to, to ramp up at the end of that year. Um, I'm happy with the trade right now, but I am a little bit concerned just of, of what it's going to look like in let's say five years. Are the Padres going to keep Hader? Are they going to extend him? Is he going to be their main bullpen guy? Um, we saw how that worked out with uh, the Drew Pomerantz deal. So you're definitely giving up a lot for a bullpen arm. Um, I don't, yeah, I see people, some people are saying horrible trade for the Padres. Some people are saying they love the trade. I'm kind of torn right now. I'm going to, I'm going to think about it a little bit more before I have like a, a clear opinion on it. But I do think that, I don't think that you're giving up nothing. I think giving up Estre Ruiz, Estre Ruiz was looking really solid. Um, and it, it's tough just because I liked Robert Gasser a lot, but since the past draft, you have what five other guys that are probably better than Robert Gasser coming through your system as starters. So maybe they feel like he's kind of like surplus in terms of the starters there, but he's still a solid player. He's still highly drafted. He's still a guy that is, is a le- likely to be a legit MLB pitcher. Um, and he's a starter. So you're giving up, you still are giving up a lot. Uh, you do have next year with, uh, Josh Harris as well, for sure. So you have the next two seasons with him. Um, I kind of, you know, what I kind of wonder is, does this move mean that we're more likely to see Juan Soto get traded? Because if they're kind of like, okay, we're going all in, then having Josh Hader at the back end of your bullpen is something that you would like to do. So I do think that it could potentially lean into that. Also, none of the prospects in this trade were linked to a, a Juan Soto deal at all. So this could be a massive kind of like first trade. And then, okay, we're going to keep seeing it go on and on and on. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I mean, a lot of guys are free agents. I I don't think it's like, I, didn't, I don't think it's going to be a terrible trade, but I am a little bit iffy that you do give up both uh, Gasser and Ruiz. I feel like the difference between Rogers, maybe not. I mean, Hater's pretty sweet. Hater's been pretty sweet for quite some time. Um, I do think it makes tr- sense in, in the value. I'd probably lean that, the Brewers get a little bit more value, but keep in mind, if you're the Padres, you're trying to win. You're trying to to bring a championship uh, to this team, in the, to the city in the next couple of years. So I do think that you're kind of don't have the most leverage, um, but I like the idea of going and getting Josh Hader kind of buying low a little bit. Cause as we, when we showed his baseball savant page, I mean, it's pretty similar to his previous season. So I, I, ex- I expect some positive regression um, from Hader. Um, I think that his numbers will probably be a sub four ERA by the end of the season. I don't think he's washed. I think some people think that I, uh, I do not think that's the case, but I definitely get people being a little skeptical of the trade. I don't think it's just like, Oh, it's a slam dunk. It's an easy win. Uh, a lot of people felt like that after the Sean Mania trade. And we did too. Cause we're like, Oh, the Padres did not give up for Sean Mania. Um, and Mania hasn't been like amazing or anything, but you're just not giving up a lot. In this case, you're giving up quite a bit of capital to go and make this trade. But if you're going to look for bullpen arms, I don't know, send it to chat. Who do you guys think, like, in terms of bullpen arms, who's a better guy that you could go after than Josh Hader right now um, that's potentially on the market? I think there's a couple guys uh, we talked about. You see, it's funny because the last video we did on YouTube was talking about bullpen options. I think it was on either Friday or Saturday we posted it. Never once mentioned Josh Hader. Um, We talked about Felix Batista. We talked about David Robertson on the Cubs. Like, we talked about a lot of different guys that we felt like would be upgrades. Um, but not not Josh Hader at all. I didn't even think that he would be traded just because you look at the Brewers' situation and they're not like, look at the Brewers. I mean, 
they're trying to win. They're they're in first place currently, so it's a little bit odd that they would trade him. Um, they must feel that they don't have a lot of faith in, in Josh Hader moving forward, or maybe they think that the drop-off to, to Taylor Rodgers isn't that bad. Um, yeah, probably traded Lamette to save on CBT, most likely why Gasser and or Ruiz was added. Yeah, I, I definitely think that maybe you would see a little bit less, um, but – yeah, I I think that's probably why because you did have to save a little bit of money there. Maybe not. Maybe like the difference of like a Ruiz to like an AD, right, or somewhat like a slight upgrade, I guess, in the in the trade. Um, but I do think it's close to the value there. Um, yeah, Robertson, Batista, Jorge Lopez, those were all guys. I do wonder. Um, maybe the Potters going at another bullpen arm too. I don't think that they're necessarily forced to that now, but I don't think it would hurt. I still think that they need a righty out of the pen. They don't have many guys. If Pierce Johnson comes back. That does kind of shore up that option, but um, not a not really sure where they're going to be at at the end of this deadline in terms of the bullpen. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, be surprised if they trade for another uh, another bullpen arm right here. Um, Daniel definitely a Preller move. Didn't see it coming. Yeah, you know we did not see this one coming, and we've talked about this a lot. All basically all of the Preller moves that we've seen that we've seen actually executed, not just rumored and then oh it fell through. They're out of the blue every single time. They're out of the blue. It's not like last year with Scherzer um, thinking this year we had the the Mets trade where Hosmer is going to go to the Mets and that whole deal. It falls through. All of the trades he makes, just super random. Rogers trade, Voight trade. And Voight trade had maybe a little bit of smoke. Um, but the Rogers trade, uh, the Mania trade, literally out of the blue. The Josh Hader trade, out of the blue. Never never was really expecting this to happen. Um, yeah, they, yeah, I think Jesse's right here. From the Brewers' side, they traded him because they can get so much depth out of this. Yeah, they absolutely can. Um, and their lineup isn't very good, so maybe maybe Ruiz is is immediately uh, like a, a guy on the MLB roster for them. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not super locked into where the Brewers roster is at, except I have seen that that Hunter Renfro has been absolutely raking uh, when he went and played the Red Sox this past weekend. Um, but yeah, this is this is a big time deal. This this improves the the bullpen a lot. Yeah, Arthur been uh, been saying this since last year, but Preller is very secretive when stuff goes down. It's it is true. He is like very like it's very low key about it. Um, here we go. This is a good one. Career 248 ERA, 0.88 whip, 15.4K through nine, 3.4K through walk. Yeah, that's extremely good. I mean, this is like, he's an elite player. He might be having a down year. Um, but who's to say that going to Petco Park isn't going to give him a little bit of a, a plus there? Um, I don't know. I, I, um, I, I don't know. I, I like the trade. I, I like the aggressiveness. I, I want them to be aggressive this deadline. I just don't know about the value and I get people being skeptical on that. So let's keep looking at, at kind of where this team is going to be at um, w- w- question for everyone in the chat. What do you think this means for the rest of the deadline? Because I don't think that it, I, I don't think like, Oh, this is the Padres trade and they're going to trade for a slight upgrade. I think this could be kind of a sign of like Padres are trying to make some, some serious splashes. Um, I don't think it's like cr- they're giving up crazy talent in this one. Um, but maybe it's kind of a, a step one. All right, we're going to get Hater, then we're going to go for Soto. Or do you guys think this kind of takes them, makes it less likely to get Soto? What do you, what are you guys feeling right now with all that? Um, yep, we'll get Soto. I, I I hope we still can get Soto. I mean, adding Soto is as big as it gets. I know Chase isn't the biggest fan of uh, acquiring him just because it's going to cost so much. But I mean, you had Juan Soto, and you have Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, and Manny Machado. Um, the complementary pieces are all going to be a lot better. I think. If you okay, what about this? Say you, I like this one from Anthony. Say you just get just get Hater and you just get Soto. How happy are you guys with that at the deadline? And let's say it's like the Soto deals that we've seen, where it's CJ Hassel Wood, 
uh, Merrill and uh, Morahone, right? I think that's probably the the one I think makes the most sense. I know that Gore's been linked in some of them, but it kind of feels like Gore's not really in it. Um, out of one out of ten, where are you guys at? If that's the the haul this deadline for the Padres, I think for me, and assuming it's roughly that trade. I'd probably give it a nine or a 10. I mean, you're going and you're getting some superstars. You're getting guys that you're because the thing is when I'm watching the Padres right now and it gets late in the game and their starter goes, let's say the Padres have you Darvish. He goes out there, throws seven innings, gives up a run, but the Padres offense hasn't been that great. And they've scored two. I am not comfortable. I am. I have not been comfortable for since the beginning part of the season when Rogers was looking really good. That's probably been the part where I've been scared the most. And a lot of times, Yes, a lot of it is okay. The bullpen fell apart. Oh, the you know the offense didn't produce, but it's losing in the seven to nine inning range where the Padres have lost so many leads this season. They haven't been a team that's okay. They're down by one. They're going to come back. I have faith in them coming back. They haven't been that team. They haven't had the like the the Fernando Tatis huge home runs late in the game. Um, they've had a couple of those from Machado, but it, it hasn't been a lot of that. Um, actually, yesterday we did see a little bit, bit of that as well. Um, but it's been the first six, seven innings have been completely different for how I feel about this team than that seven through nine or, or eight and nine innings, just because I feel like they're, they've been a team that loses a lot of leads or doesn't come back. Like they, they lose that late game stuff. And when you get into playoff baseball, if you have a collapse in, let's say you're, you're tied in the series one, one or two, two, and you have a collapse in that, whatever that game is game three or game five. And you're, you, you throw Rogers out there and he hits a guy in the foot and then he walks three guys. Like, I don't know. He's, he's just been kind of up and down. Um, same thing with Garcia. That's how you easily like blow a season. So I think it makes a lot of sense for They're looking at this roster and they're going, dude, we have to add a serious bullpen arm. We don't have faith in Pomeranz coming back. I mean, I don't have faith in him coming back and being the same guy. I hope I am wrong with that. I really hope he's there because when he's been healthy, he has been amazing, but I feel like this is a, a significant upgrade for this team. And this puts them in a spot where come playoff, like come playoff time, if if they're in the playoffs, fingers crossed, right? Um, this is a huge deal because I have a lot of faith in Josh Hader going up against a Dodgers, a Braves, a Mets. I mean, the Mets lineup isn't that good, but, you know, going up against the best of the best hitters and sealing those games. You know, if it is a, a one run, uh, a one run game late in the, you know, in the ninth, I feel like I have a lot more faith in Josh Hader than anyone that has pitched for the Padres this season and probably anyone that's going to pitch for the Padres this season. Um, I know he's had an off year. I, I get that. But I do think it's one where you're buying low. I don't I don't really – I'm trying to remember when have I seen Preller buy low on a guy. It hasn't been the case. It's usually, oh, this guy's had a great season. Oh, he's had a great half season. Let's send it. Let's, let's go get this dude. Um, he's also had some guys where – you know, had some guys where it's been like, oh yeah, like Clevenger. Clevenger has been great for so long. He goes and trades him. Um, and I do think that that not all of uh, Preller's trades have been bad or anything. He's definitely had some great ones. But I I think this is a huge trade. And I think when we're looking at how this roster looks right now, this is a big time move because probably the, the area where I feel the most uncomfortable is that eighth, ninth inning, is that late in uh, late reliever spot. So I, I'm really happy for that. Um, I think we should keep Alfaro. I think we should keep Alfaro too. Um, Devin says it is not soda or bust. Come on, people. Soda is not the magic potion. So I agree it's not soda or bust, but I do think soda might be the magic potion. I mean, it, it, you cannot add a, a better bat than Juan Soto. I, I would love to have Juan Soto, 
but there's still ways to upgrade this team in other ways. Um, so I'm kind of half agree, half don't agree with you. Cause I do think that adding Soto would be sick. Um, I do wonder what, to, what's the deal with Juan Soto. Cause I think also the other thing is if the Padres aren't getting Juan Soto and then the Dodgers or the Cardinals get him, that's going to feel like a lot bigger blow than the Padres not getting Juan Soto and the nationals holding on to him. Um, so yeah. Oh, dubious. I will send the discord link right now. Let me get it up for you real quick here. Um, I don't know what any other any other questions deadline re- related for you guys. We're actually going to go live here in like a little over an hour, so I'm probably not going to be live super long, but I'll stay on for a f- at least a few more minutes, probably a, quite a few more minutes, just because I'm pretty pumped about this deal. Um, I see people talking about the Musgrove extension. Yeah. So okay, let's go back. I asked you guys one out of ten how you would feel if we just had the Musgrove extension, um, this deal, and then of course the Soto deal. And people were real happy. People would be really happy with that. Anthony, you got a 10. Carlos, you got an eight and a half. Jamie has a 10. Um, Phil, Philip, you got a nine. Devin has a seven. So Devin, you're the lowest man. And I feel like you'd be, I feel like you'd be pumped for this one. Um, Eduardo, you got a 10. So people are really high on it. I think that I definitely think that the, um, the, the Soto deal would, would put it like over where people would be like, we just got Josh Hader and one Soto. This is insane. Um, and also, it would make me feel a little bit like I wouldn't feel as bad about like having Grisham out in center field, having Haas at first if you do add an impact that like Soto, because immediately, what's that mean? Grisham's the eight or nine hitter every night. Um, uh, Hosmer's much farther down in the lineup, probably six, I'm guessing. Um, but I do think there's also other ways to do it. I think you can add a happen Contreras, even though I'm not the biggest fan of adding Contreras just because I-, I think that Alfaro's been great. Um, I mean, great for like what we've asked him to do, but I, I just think it's not that big of an upgrade. I'd rather them upgrade in center field. Maybe Loriano comes back. Um, so I, okay. Devin says he's up to an eight on it. Um, so there's other guys you can potentially add. Um, I see people talking about getting rid of Grisham guys. I, I feel you. I mean, we, especially last year on this channel, we were big on Grisham after seeing basically what he was able to do um in that shorter season um and then early on last year he was great he was putting up fantastic numbers but he has not been the same guy he has struggled lately he has really struggled lately so i i'm i'm with you i think that you got to upgrade center field if i'm looking for a non-soto upgrade it's center field and then it's first base i don't think you need to upgrade catcher i think catcher is fine enough if you look around i I get that nola's been terrible nola's been i don't really think there's another way to put it he's been awful but I still think that like having Alfaro as your primary catcher and having Noah as kind of like the defensive back backup, I don't think that's that bad when you stack it up against the rest of the league's catchers. And I also think that you can make upgrades elsewhere and you're still going to make this team so much better. Also, I got this Discord link for you. Here you guys go. Um, this is our Discord. We've kind of been, been using it, but we've definitely been wanting to use it a little bit more. I see some people already talking about Hater in there right now. Um, are we still going to get Soto? Doesn't change anything for Soto. None of the prospects were there. Um, let's see what we got. If we get Soto, what will we do with Myers? I think there's a chance that you might dump Myers just for salary um, and maybe maybe package some guys with him. But I don't I don't know. It's a little bit uh, I, I you'd just be losing so many prospects then, right? Like that is a clean sweep of your farm almost. So you gotta have a lot of faith in Peller being able to build that back up. Now a lot of the prospects that are probably going to stay are going to be 18, 19 years old, pretty young. Um, but yeah, you lost Ruiz already. Like you're losing a lot of the guys that are going to be coming up soon, like Abrams, Hasselwood, um, if you do a Soto deal. Um, 
Myers is coming back today. Apparently, I think that's a that's a big upgrade. Something that hasn't really been talked about a lot that I hadn't really noticed is the um, the the Padres' right field spot lately has been awful. Mazzara over the last fifteen games has barely been slugging two fifty. Um, I don't know if Myers is going to play first or outfield. I hope he gets some first base reps. Um, I really wonder if that is, um, but I don't know. Okay, this is a good one right here. Is Soto Bell possible? Soto is steep enough, but there's no better first base option. I agree there's no better first base option. We really wanted the Padres to go after uh, Josh Bell in the offseason. They did not have that. They didn't pull it off. Um, but I think Soto Bell is possible, except the only thing is the Nationals have basically said, like, if they're going to do a Soto deal, then it will just be Soto. Like, they're not going to package guys with them. Um, I don't know if that includes Josh Bell or if that's more of, like, like Strasburg, uh, Corbin Burner, like, not Corbin Burner, uh, Patrick Corbin, um, like that kind of deal. But like, I think that you might, they might just do like two separate trades for him, but I'm assuming if you add prospect capital in the deal, then they would obviously, you know, hear you out on the deal. So um, we see, I see guys talking about Franimal. Yeah. I mean the Franimal. Okay. I want to, I want to say something. The Franimal deal, it would feel very similar if the Padres moved Alfaro in my opinion, in, in my opinion, because Alfaro's like he is the heart and soul of the team. I mean, there's guys like him, Manny Tatis, right? Uh, Joe Musgrove, of course. But Alfaro is that guy that's kind of like a role, kind of depth player. I know he's a, become a starter at this point, but he's a guy where it's like, yeah, he's the heart and soul. Like everyone loves Alfaro. He gets everyone pumped up. Um, you know, he hits. A, he's hit a couple walk offs, very, very in, in epic fashion, right? It would feel so similar to like losing the heart and soul of your team if you trade Alfaro. So that's why I haven't been a big fan of Contreras. Um, I do think, yeah, Hap, Hap is available. I think Hap is definitely an option for the Padres. I don't know if he would play center or if he'd play right. Um, that's also going to depend on what is Myers' role going to be, which I have literally no idea. Um, Steve, apparently Myers is coming back today. That's the thought. Um, so it would be a big ad. I mean, I know Myers isn't great, but a lot of the production for this team has been down, especially in the outfield. Um. I have a, a slot of faith being able to uh, Preller being able to rebuild our farm. I will say that is probably the thing I am most confident in AJ Preller is that he's done a really good job of building up the farm multiple times. Now, when they've got to the pros, a lot of these guys haven't wor really worked out that uh, Manny Margot kind of era of Padres prospects kind of completely folded. Um, but I, I, I think that that is probably the, the area where I'm most confident in him being able to build back up. Um, yeah, a lot of people are saying, yeah, Alfaro. I, I feel like Alfaro really, uh, really does make, make it. It would just be tough to see him trade it. Um, but yeah, okay. So, so where are you guys right now? Padres go. They get this big bullpen option, right? They get Josh Hader. They have their closer. Rogers is gone. What do you guys want to see now? Is this enough for the bullpen? Do the Padres need to still add a right-handed uh, reliever? I think they could. Uh, I would like to see Baez. I'd like to see Pierce Johnson if those guys are able to to play. But the problem is. The deadline's tomorrow. There's too much uncertainty, in my opinion. I still think you need to add a right-handed arm. If you can go get jo uh, Juan Soto and Josh Hader, and that's like the two main guys you get, and maybe like a low-end right-handed reliever, that's huge. That is a massive capital coming into this team. Um, if you cannot get Soto, I still think you can improve the offense. Getting Fernando back is going to be massive, but it definitely wouldn't feel like that deadline explosion. Because Josh Hader, if we're talking about like names you're adding – Dude, this is one of the biggest names you could add. So I, I, I do like the deal. I do think you gave up a good amount, but also 
what are we expecting? We're going to give up scraps for Josh Hader because he's having a down year? No, Josh Hader's been one of the best bullpen arms in the game, so it makes sense that they it took a lot to go and get him. Um, yeah, right-handed mid-arm would be solid. Yeah, definitely, because you don't have Pierce. I mean, I'm not a big Stammen fan, but Stam has been out, and Stam has been a really solid like mid-reliever guy. Um, also, we have Nick Martinez in, as a right-hand reliever coming out, but if a starter goes down, Nick Martinez is going to have to move into a starter role. So then immediately you'd have another void right there in the bullpen. Um, Bench Hosmer, I I think that we might see more of that. I think with Myers coming back, if he plays first, I think there's a significant chance that we'll see Myers DH once in a while. When Voigt gets an off day, Myers play first a little bit and then occasionally throw him in right field. Um, maybe also throw him in left field a little bit, like to give Profar a couple off days if he needs it. But Profar has actually been kind of an Iron Man this year outside of uh, the concussion. Uh, one more reliever doesn't need to be huge. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'm assuming you're saying with Soto too. Uh, yeah, everyone's saying get Soto after Soto or bust, get Soto. Yeah, I mean that's that, I think that's gonna be on everyone's mind right now. Um, apparently Soto is supposed to get traded today, right? That's what you guys have been seeing too. Apparently this is the day that it's gonna like the Nationals are gonna decide. Um, I do think that. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers got Soto. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals got Soto. But I do think that the Padres offers that I've seen make a little bit more sense for a trade with the National or for a trade with the Nationals than the Cardinals, just because the Cardinals are going to be giving up a lot of guys that are already in the league. Where the Nationals are trying to rebuild, they're trying to reset. If you move Soto, or if you if you move all these guys for Soto, and you're giving like starters, like that's why Cronenworth never made any sense. Never made any sense for a deal. Um, but yeah, I see. Okay, Daniel's Daniel's very sad about Ruiz. Um, yeah, it is tough, man. I, I, I liked Ruiz a lot, too. I, I thought he was uh, going to be a, potentially a, a really like solid option in center field. He's been really good this year, but you're going to have to give up. You're going to have to give up quality prospects to go get a Josh Hader. So I, I think it does make sense. Um, you believe that we're going to say bye to Trent in the next um, couple of days? I could see it. I could see it. It, it He's definitely been the, the weak part of the lineup. I mean, there's been a couple guys that haven't, you know, been hitting really well, but hitting under 200. And yes, he provides a little bit of power, but just the inconsistencies with his fielding and his hitting um, are, are kind of getting a little bit scary for you. You don't want that guy to be slumping once it's, once it's playoff time. And I don't really have any faith in him not being able to. Yeah. Ruiz, I, I definitely feel just manager Ruiz sucking now. It makes it easier. Um, yeah. I, I liked Ruiz a lot. I mean, he was having a fantastic season. Let's, let's take a look at him. Um, Estre Ruiz. Sorry, there's like a fire truck going through. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Um, yeah, I mean, over th- okay this season in the minors, Ruiz is hitting 333 with over 1,000 OPS, um, on base of almost 500. Now, when he came with MLB, he was struggling a little bit. I put almost no stock in that. He had 27 at-bats, so it's hard to really put stock in that. Um, but he's also took a huge jump as a prospect this year. Um, it may be as simple as the Padres didn't really feel like he was going to work into their future plans and they were going to move him, but I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just that it's it's going to cost a lot. Um, Gotta going to steal 100 bags in a full season. That is one thing. Ruiz, Ruiz can absolutely fly, and the Padres haven't really had much, uh, much threats on the base paths. Um, so, yeah, what else we got? Uh, would be better Austin Adams. We got some things. Okay, got it. Tom Cubs fan, uh, Cubs fan here. Uh, barring all the craziness, Cubs should take Hosmer. Um, Campusano isn't enough, um, but I'm sure Preller could get it done there. I think if Hosmer was, to, I don't expect Hosmer to get moved. There was a report today that basically like 
he's expecting to stay. Um, if he was to get moved, then I, I think that the Cubs are probably the team that makes the most sense. The Cubs are actually a franchise that's willing to like eat a lot of salary, even when they suck, to accumulate a lot of prospects. That's what they did in the past. That's what they. I feel like they've been trying to do. Um, but I think that it would probably be Campy, Grisham, maybe for like a, and Hosmer for like a. I don't know. Ian Happ. I, I think if you also if you add in uh, Contreras, it would cost a little bit more. Um, Alvin Kamara highlights says, feel like we can steal a lot more bases. I feel like that's been the case too. I mean, I think that they don't really run as enough. Um, now we have seen both. We've seen Esri Ruiz and we've seen CJ Abrams slide over the bag multiple times uh, when they've gone to steal. Um, but yeah, I, I think that they should be a little bit more aggressive on the base pass. It depends when though, because we've seen uh, like some parts where they've been doing that. It's just been like kind of just overly aggressive and it's cost the Padres guys in scoring position where it's like, okay, why would you go there? Why would you try to advance in this spot? Um, but I do think that they just don't really try to steal second base enough. I, I agree with you there. Um, Rogers is second to save, but gives up more hits and run. Love the trade. Yeah. I love the trade in terms of upgrading for Rogers, but I do think that you gave up a decent amount. I, I like Gasser a lot. Chase isn't on right now, but Chase loves Gasser, so I mean that's a that's a big blow. I think Gasser is probably the biggest piece that's lost. I, I like Ruiz too, but I don't think Ruiz is, has the upside that that Robert Gasser does as a starter. Um, who's next, Wilson or Juan? I think it's one or the other. That's what I feel like right now because it feels like the Padres have two deals, kind of one with the Nationals, one with the Cubs. Basically said, look, we'll trade we'll trade you these guys for Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ, or we'll trade you these guys for Juan Soto, and they're kind of waiting it out. Um, I don't know if you saw the report yesterday, but basically the Potters have been on 11 or AJ Peller has been on 11 or 12 guys. And those are like the guys that he's looked at. So I'm sure that a lot of those were relief options. Getting Josh Hader probably crosses a few names off those lists, but I can pretty much guarantee that those three guys, Wilson Contreras, Ian Happ and Juan Soto are all the other guys that he's been going after. I think th that I think one of those deals falling like happening means that the other one will not happen. So if we see Juan Soto get traded, we're not going to see Contreras. I, I highly doubt that. Maybe you, I guess you could, but then, oh my God, you'd be giving up so much prospect capital this deadline. It would be absurd. Um, so uh, let's see what we got. Hot take. Ruiz, are, Ruiz numbers only recent. His solid mace numbers were inflated by the minor league rule this season. Um, we could be the winners of a sell high kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that that's fair. I did like like the the potential that Ruiz was flashing. Um in terms of the stolen bases, the dude is so fast, though. I know that the bases are bigger, and so it's a little bit easier to steal.
Okay, I'm back, guys. <laughs> my uh, my computer died for a second. <laughs> uh, I told you guys I wasn't I wasn't ready to to get on the stream. I didn't have my whole setup. I was trying to get it out quick. Uh, so sorry about that. Um, but yeah, okay, where were we at? We were talking about. Oh, everyone's dropping S in the chat. <laughs> um, okay. What do we got? What do we got? Love is bad, but we need Soto. Uh, Ruiz is a bigger loss than Gasser. Gil, I mean, I like Ruiz a lot, but I just feel like Gasser has. I, I, I just feel like I, I like um the idea of stockpiling on younger starting options, just because when you look at starters when they get a little bit older, they just start falling off. You look at a lot of big contracts for starters, and it ends up looking kind of bad. Um, so I like the idea of having. I think young arms are a lot more valuable than necessarily like than younger position players. Maybe that's just my opinion, um, but maybe not because you don't have many outfield options and you do have a lot more starting options after this recent draft. So I think that's a fair take. Um, but I don't know. I, I think it's close. I definitely think it's close. Um, camera's dying like her trade deadline was. <laughs> there we go. Um, what else we got? Uh, Tom, you can say they're giving up a lot if they require Soto and Contreras, um, but you probably didn't have Hater in the top 10 of any probable trades. Dude, a hundred percent. This like literally came out of the blue. Um, so yeah, I think that's a I think that's a big deal there. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, can we give me the Beller's Preller portable phone chargers? Yeah, I'm gonna need that now. Um, do you think Preller feels the pressure? Absolutely, because I don't. I think if the Padres miss the playoffs this year, I would find it really hard for the ownership and the front office to look at it and go, you know, I think um, I think we're gonna rock with Preller again. This would be what nine seasons, and I know that they made the playoffs in the in the twenty twenty season, in the short season. They would not have made the playoffs if that was a full year, because you lost Lamette and Clevenger. Your one and two starters were Chris Paddock and Zach Davies. You were not going to make the playoffs in that year. Um, so I think there's a ton of pressure. I think this is him feeling a little bit like, all right, we can't lose a bunch of games down the stretch in the ninth inning when we're up by two runs because our closer keeps hitting guys in the foot on his backdoor slider and he's getting hit really hard. Um, because he's been, he, I mean, Rogers had been terrible as of late. Um, so I, I like the aggressiveness. Um, let's see what you got. I'm loving this return for the Padres or this, this, uh, for the Padres, not a poor return by any means, but the Padres retain onto top options in search of the best closer in the league. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm feeling. Um, we could look at this in a few years and we could say, you know what? Padres probably lost this trade because gas or Ruiz has turned into a really solid piece. And the Padres only had Josh Hader for two for a, a year and what is it? It's not a true year and a half, but almost a year and a half. Um, but if we look at it from the lens today, we know we know what this team looks like. We know that this team is so close to being, you know, to being a true contender. And it's something where, okay, you're gonna have to be aggressive. You're gonna have to be aggressive if you want to actually make the playoffs, if you want actually want to have confidence in your guys in the in a playoff game. Do you guys would you guys have had confidence with Rodgers in a playoff game? I think that's an easy no from pretty much everyone. I, I don't think we would have. Now, is Hader been the same? Has he had put up the same numbers that he typically has this season? No, but I'm going to have a lot more faith in Hader being able to bounce back um, than Rogers. Like, because Rogers hasn't had like crazy career numbers by any means. Um, he's a solid piece. He's a solid pitcher. But upgrading that in terms of your closer is is going to go a long way. I think. Um, Jake says Bre Jake Martin says Bruce fan here. Padres just robbed us. Jake, I think you guys got significant prospect capital, but I definitely understand the frustration. I think from your guys' lens, the Padres are competing with you for a playoff spot. The Padres and the Car Padres, Cardinals, and Phillies are the three teams with the Brewers that are competing for one a division between the the Brewers and the Cardinals, 
and then two, the two playoff spots. So this is a big one. I mean, you're you're giving the team that you're competing with a better MLB player. You're giving them a big guy. So I definitely think I, I get the concern there, but I don't know if necessarily it's a it's like the Padres are robbing you guys. I don't think that the Brewers rob the Padres either. I think the value makes makes a lot of sense. Um, but I do understand the frustration of it all. Um, Joey Gallo. Dude, if the Padres get Joey Gallo, I think we're going to see a lot of people really upset. Um, I, I don't, I think that there's a chance. I don't think he would really cost anything at all, but I also don't, I don't know if he's going to help you win. If you put him in your lineup, is that actually going to like push you over the top? I don't know. So I'm a little torn on him because I think that it would cost virtually like nothing to add him, but also like it might not be an upgrade. It might hurt your team down the stretch and you might, not like you're going to blame one guy for it, but he might impact you, your team missing the, the, the Padres missing the playoffs. If you go and get Joey Gallo. Um, let's see what else we got here. Gallo equals Luke Voigt 2.0. Dude, hey, Luke Voigt's been hitting pretty well. Um, and I don't know. I don't think he's Luke Voigt 2.0. I think it's a lot worse than Luke Voigt. Um, what else we got? Didn't the Padres want Gore for Hader in the past? I think that's true. I think they did. Um, so yeah, you look at that, you compare it to, to where they're at now and that is that is really good move. Um, Gallo for Kerr. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it would cost much. I, I don't really think it would cost much at all. Um, Gallo trade would likely be Grisham for Grisham. <laughs> uh, I'd also don't think you want to play him in center. You probably only want to put him in right. So maybe if you put him in right and he he get him like Mazar going to put. I don't really know what you would do with Gallo. I, I mean, I guess you toss him into a corner outfield spot. I don't want to. I mean, after seeing him in left this year, he's been terrible in left. Um, I would also not want him in center. I'd probably exclusively put him in right. He has great defensive numbers in right, um, but not really that much outside of that. Um, let's see what else we got here. Contreras feels unnecessary. Yeah, I think that you can add him as a bat because he's been a great bat. But if he's going to be your catcher and you're moving Alfaro to upgrade, if you're moving Alfaro and prospects to upgrade there, don't love it. I'd rather have Hap too. I absolutely would. Um, I'm still torn at any potential trade. Parts of me wants to keep some of these young guys come up and be given a chance to flourish, but our timeline is definitely a huge factor. Completely agree, Christopher. I think that, you know, we look at the timeline, we look at how good this team is. They're good. They have some serious strengths, but there's also some glaring holes. So if you're trying to win in the next couple of years um, and you added, let's say you added Josh Hader, Juan Soto, right? Or Josh Hader, or, or, uh, Josh Hader, um, and an Ian Happ, and you just add a couple guys that I'm naming guys that have control over the next couple of years. It's not like your windows. Oh, it's this year. No, it's the next couple of years. And then you're going to, you know, recollect yourself and then go and make a couple other moves. Um, Ramon Laureano. I definitely think he could be an option. Um, is Tatis Jr. ever going to show up playing for the Potters this year? I sure hope so, because we haven't really seen a lot of him. We were hoping that, Oh, maybe he'll come back early. It'll be, you know, mid to late June, but hopefully it'll probably be like July. Well, it's August, so we have not seen him. Now he is swinging. I think a rehab stint is about to happen. Um, there were some rumors that he was going to be back for the Dodgers series on Friday. It's beginning to look like that's very unlikely unless he rehabs tomorrow, right? Like unless he starts rehabbing very, very soon. Um, yeah, he is taking live BP today. So Okay, so Anthony says rehab stint this weekend. Okay, so that's pretty soon. Then That's, that's a big deal. Um, rehab sent this weekend. He's taking live BP today. Um, so yeah, if he, what are we thinking then? Like mid next week, what's the series? Let's look. Uh, let me take a look here. So you got the dot, you got the five game series against the Rockies. You got the Dodgers series, um, this weekend. 
if he's doing his rehab this week, and I'm guessing that'll probably be like midweek next week when he'd be back. So my phone would load. It's not loading. Um, who is the next series after the Dodgers? Giants. Okay. So he'll probably either be back for that Giants home series, but probably more likely he'll be back on the road against the Nationals, which was actually sick because I think I'm going to those games, so I would get to see him on his way back. Um, so that'd be clutch. I mean, that's still that's still almost it's a week and a half away, so it's still a little bit of time. Um, but I do think that's a little bit just based on how long it's taken him to to come back. I do think it makes a little bit sense. Um, what else we got? Uh, okay, and then Anthony says he thinks he'll be a week later because the Potters played the Nationals in in DC. 12th to the 14th and then they play in san diego 18th to the 21st so like the two like back-to-back weekend series you gotta you gotta seriously get some wins against these teams that are not good like crappy teams like the nationals and the rockies um yeah tatis with soto versus nationals would be sick dude if i get end up going to that series and it's like the craziest oh soto's back tatis is back that would be so dope um hopefully that's the case um no real benefit for color to hang on to the current farm pieces i think that's a fair point because we were just talking about it like is he on the hot seat? I don't know, but he's he definitely cannot miss the playoffs this year. So I guess that would be yes, he should. I think he should be on the hot seat. I don't know if he technically is, um, but yeah, I mean it doesn't really help you if you're going to get fired to hang on to farm pieces. Um, now, also you can make some egregious trades, and then that would be the difference of getting fired. But it's more likely that the the spot where the Padres are at is look, AJ. If if he is on the hot seat, it's look. Are you going to make the playoffs? Or are you not going to make the playoffs? Because depending on how that goes, depends on what your, your job looks like next year. Um, so yeah, he's definitely, I think he should be aggressive. That's why I was kind of, kind of not really concerned, but a, a little confused on like how it was so quiet until these last couple days. Um, but then we think about it and we look at like last year's deadline. It took a while for everything to start going down. It was almost all within 48 hours of the deadline when the vast majority of those trades happened. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that you're going to continue to see him aggressive. I think this is kind of phase one, step one of the trade deadline. I expect that we're going to see some more stuff with you. Um, I think that this is kind of a letting us know Potters are going all in a little bit. Maybe not completely. Maybe they don't land Soto, but they're definitely trying. And the fact that they went and they picked up Josh Hader, um, that's a that's a big deal. Also, the Brewers kind of look like they're selling a little bit. Apparently, they're trying to trade some other guys um, also. So, Pretty interesting stuff. Um, I think I'm going to take off right now. I've had a lot of fun talking about this deal with you guys. We're Me and Chase are going to go live in 45 minutes. So we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about the twin stuff, but of course we're going to talk about the deadline too. Um, we might do a little segment in there about Joe Musgrove as well, but this is kind of my uh, my initial thoughts on the Josh Hader deal. Um, and then of course what it means for the rest of the deadline. I think, I think we're about to have a really exciting deadline. So I might be going live, uh, and I know Chase is as well. I think we might be going live a, a bunch over this these next, what is it, like 30 hours, 20 hours? I forget. Uh, pretty Something like that, 20, 30 hours. We, hopefully we get to have a, a bunch of videos on who the Potters are acquiring. But I think that I think we're going to find a lot about Juan Soto today. I think this trade right here means exactly what I've been kind of saying is that AJ is going to be aggressive. And I think this is very clear that that's what's going on. So – Thank you guys for hopping in, um, and I'll be back at at three or at noon uh, Pacific time. So I'll talk to you guys all then. Thanks for hopping on. See you guys in a little bit.